Hey everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of Mainstream Boys. Yeah, with a Z. Get your popcorn ready, crack open an ice cold cherry coke, and sit back and relax as Jonathan and Spencer break down the new release films of the week. This week we watched Emily Elizabeth and Clifford become best friends in the live action adaptation and Paramount Plus original film, Clifford the Big Red Dog. I heard that the Patriots and the Bucks could play each other in the Super Bowl, but they could not play each other in any playoff games. Uh, no, yeah, because they're in a different conference. But they could play in the Super Bowl. They could, which would be, I mean... That would be Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, Mac Jones just beat Tom Brady. I just, I really... old team in the Super Bowl. <laughs> That'd be... Oh my God, I would. that would be awesome. I mean, honestly, just like, I yeah. thought that Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady was crazy, but now, like, imagine the Patriots somehow making it... I was wondering if that was ever like a a possibility, just with the logistics of how that that all works. Oh, logistically, yeah, like that, yeah, they would could work. play, but if, if yeah, that if that happens in terms of like the teams that wins and loses in the playoffs, that'd be kind of that would be pretty intense. Well, we could talk about that on those fantasy dudes, but this is those movie dudes podcast, Spencer. Should we talk about one of the new movies of the of the week? Are you excited to talk about movies? There was uh, there was a couple of new release movies of the week. Uh, we had the Netflix biggest movie of all time, biggest investment, Red Notice. Oh, didn't check it um, out. Nope, <laughs> did not check <laughs> didn't that watch out because it, it nope. looks like every single cops and robbers movie with a big budget. And uh, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, we watched Free Guy, so that's just, that's pretty much the comedy that we're going to see from Red Notice from him. So I don't know. I just yeah, it just generic schlock. I mean, it's probably entertaining. My dad watched it and he had a good time, but like, it's just... I probably would have enjoyed yeah. it. I mean, I probably would have enjoyed probably. it more than the movie we ended up watching. Um, well, 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 but who knows? Bit, but yeah, I mean, there's a couple of uh, couple of big releases this week. All right, that we didn't Spencer watch. got a wide release. That's my name. That's in theaters now. Yeah. Wait, and what's it gonna called? See that. He's going to cover that for the, um, the Instagram. Uh, Spencer. Spencer Confidential? The, uh, Diana, the Diana Spencer biopic. Who's that? Have you you haven't heard of this movie? Oh my no. god, this is uh, sweeping the awards buzz right now. Apparently, oh, Kristen shit. Stewart's going to win Best Actress this year. <gasps> uh, yeah, she's portraying Diana Spencer, and it's from the same director that did Jackie with Natalie Portman, okay. like a couple of years That's ago. A okay, movie. So uh, it was shot on film. You know, it's going to look very dreamy, kind of weird, and it's got some critical acclaim. So yeah, no, Nate's seeing it in theaters tomorrow. So he's going to post a little review on the. On the Instagram, love so. to see Nate's uh, yeah. Nate just taking over the IG lately. Yeah, he's expanding you know? our film co- uh, That's coverage, like to see. which is which you is know? nice. And I know that our viewers respond to it at least on Instagram as well. Like that, those for some reason those posts of like very obscure films seem to get a lot of traffic, but not so much on the podcast itself. That's <laughs> that's the thing people have to realize about Nate is he tends to typically watch these obscure films that somehow always have a following deep in the. Uh, internet yeah. of film <laughs> so, absolutely yeah he pulls them out of his ass and they're all like these acclaimed films and he watches them and seems to enjoy it so and we cover the uh the main mainstream ones like uh yeah, here we all do here here we are doing the dog. absolute polar opposite yeah. of whatever so, nate yeah. is like 
adventuring with over there. Battleship Pokemon or something. Whatever. Yeah, something foreign, black and white that I can't even be bothered to know the title of. Um, Looks fun. All right. Well, I am Jonathan, joined here once again by none other, none other than Spencer over there on Mainstream Boys. We've done this plenty of times. It's the show where we get together on a weekly basis. We grab that big old bucket of popcorn, a nice cold cherry Coke, some maybe some Junior Mints. Um, sit down on that couch, watch those movies, hop on over here on Zoom, hook up those microphones, and talk about them. <laughs> For whatever fucking reason, here we are again, talking about Clifford... The Big Red Dog. Clifford? Uncle Casey! Oh, no, we're going to be late for school. About the dog? Clifford, be a good boy and drop it. Ooh, bless you. You were kind of oddly excited about this movie caught me by surprise so and i because i was ready to go for uh red notice the big movie speaking of, of week, red but you're like what about what, what about clifford like, oh uh <laughs> okay but here's the thing you love dogs i work with dogs every day what better film than clifford the big red dog it's like a it's like a com- combination of our worlds in filmography <laughs> that's a stretch that's a fucking stretch but, i don't okay. know how to make this sure. okay i really don't but uh clifford the big red dog a well film... we put it we, we put it we put it at a poll uh we put it as a poll on our instagram <laughs> stories yeah to see what the viewers wanted to have us watch and review and red notice one <laughs> still... here we are doing so yeah fuck all of you who we, voted uh, for red yeah. notice we're still doing we still end up going with clifford the big red dog because that's how much we don't want to watch a generic movie sir in the rock again yeah i don't even i didn't uh, even read a synopsis yeah. or watch a trailer for red notice but i have seen a you've seen the movie sure you've so whatever it, the fuck me. i don't care <laughs> i'm I, sure you've seen it i have seen a billboard for clifford the big red dog uh like three times a week for the last couple weeks like because it's on my drive every week i go to one of these stores drive back there's clifford staring me in the face with a fucking like uh what's he having his mouth on the poster it's like a uh no idea you know it's like uh a storm drain cap like because he's a big dog so obviously he can he can carry a storm drain cap in his mouth because he's a big dog right spencer yeah sure yeah so i was like all right clifford the big red dog i gotta watch it and i got reminded as i drove home today that i saw the billboard and i was like i gotta fucking watch that this afternoon instead of watching football (laughs) okay fantastic i can't wait to do that (laughs) so Jesus, I just I loaded up Paramount Plus on my Roku TV and got down to business. You got a Roku? I did. I did get a Roku TV. Ro- or a Roku. Wait, Roku that you TV plug it into or the just TV. a Roku device that you plug yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty nice. great. Yeah, I, I'm having fun with it so far. So, But Clifford the Big Red Dog 2021, it's been in development hell since 2012. <laughs> Which makes a lot of sense. Uh, this movie, I don't know about you, Spencer, but... I don't know if you knew this in particular, but it was picked up by Universal at one point. Illumination had it. Eventually got dropped because another studio picked up Hop in 2011. Went to to, uh, Scholastic Entertainment and eventually Paramount Animation, who is uh, the ones who picked it up now. I think they were actually going to do the Rugrats live action movie. 
but that got scrapped and they ended up doing Clifford the Big Red Dog. So here we are. Okay, so they're they're trying to make live action movies based on like yeah the cartoons from the 90s yeah like we got dora okay like last year and that was okay i watched that on an airplane and i didn't mind it like that has like an 87 percent certified it's good on rotten tomatoes i've never seen it but it's a good movie i've heard it's got some good reviews yeah but whatever uh this this does have a pg rating it's an hour and 37 minutes uh you can catch it on paramount plus or i believe in theaters as well it has a 6.1 on IMDb, a 48% critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 94 audience. So I don't know if like some kids got a hold of their parents' iPads and were going on Rotten Tomatoes and rating this thing 5 out of 5. But, uh, but anyway, Spencer, as Emily Elizabeth struggles to fit in at home and at school, she discovers a small red puppy who is destined to become her best friend. When Clifford magically undergoes one heck of a growth spurt, becomes a giant dog, and attracts the attention of a genetics company, Emily and her uncle Casey have to fight the forces of greed as they go on a run across New York City. What better setting for a big dog in a small little apartment building, Spencer? Oh, yeah. So you know that there's definitely going to be a handful of scenes. Conflict. With some, like, upbeat pop music and just, like, oh, what kind of shenanigans are they going to get into today? Yep. yep. So, yeah, they yeah. set us up with that one. We got Walt Becker, Spencer, who's famous for Van Wilder, Wild Hogs, Old Dogs, and one of your favorite films of 2015, Alvin and the Chipmunks Road Chip. Okay, one of those movies does not go with the others, but uh, <laughs> Van Wilder, okay, yeah. very very good for uh, him. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, he's been on he's been basically on a crash course to direct this movie for a very long time. They saw him do Road Chip and they were like, "Oh shit." This guy's got to do Clifford. Yeah, they can blend the uh, the live action and animation hybrid that they've been doing since like the Smurfs in 2011 or probably before that. But just I remember that being a big like, oh, God, this is horrible. It's just like I, I just don't. I'm, I'm going to try to stay positive throughout this this whole podcast. That's going to be my my hope and my goal. Um, so but he is going a... well, but keep keep trying. <laughs> trying. Um, he is a uh, award nominated director. Do you know what? That might have been four. Uh, is it a Razzie for worst director for Wild Hogs? That is correct, Spencer. I wasn't sure if you were looking at my document, but yeah, he is an award-nominated director for Wild Hogs for worst director. So um, maybe he'll get another nomination this year. Who knows? All right, Spencer. This stars a bunch of people I don't really care about. John Cleese is in it. Tony Hale's in it. And uh, Jack Whitehale plays Casey, who's basically Spencer Whitehall. from iCarly. Okay. I don't know. Who Spencer from iCarly is. Well, you can watch the revival. It's also on Paramount Plus. <laughs> Have you watched it? <laughs> the same characters and uh whatever Miranda Cosgrove's in it. Sam didn't join it because she's done with acting, apparently. I don't know. But Freddie's also in the Good show. Um But yeah, I guess Spencer, I knew you were really excited to check this out. So what what were your kind of thoughts going in to uh check out Clifford the Big Red Dog live action? Uh, on Paramount Plus. I, yeah, no, I really didn't know much about it other than watching the cartoon before going to school each morning before I hopped on the bus. Did you uh, actually the cartoon do that? was on at like 7 a.m.? Yeah, it was on seven on at 7 a.m. and I just had a bowl of cereal, put on Clifford, and uh, like little 15 minute short stories and like a 30 minute episode, like two of them. Or I think that was Clifford, but I remember, yeah, T Bone, Clifford, Emily Elizabeth. All those kind of famous characters we all grew up in the cartoon form. Kidding me? Uh, and then I just yeah, I grew up and forgot about Clifford until 
uh, a week ago, and I saw that Clifford the Big Red Dog is dropping on Paramount Plus as they continue to adapt more children's movie in live action animation hybrid. Um, You're like, oh shit, he's back. I mean, yeah, no. On that track record, I just can't get excited for these movies. I mean, they're not obviously for us. We're 26 year old <laughs> fucking adults, <laughs> and we're watching and reviewing a uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog and uh, Tom and Jerry and The Kissing Booth, all these kind of random cringe movies. Um, they're just, yeah, I mean, they're for they're for a whole different audience. Uh, so, I mean, I had no attachment going into it. Kind of just was one of those things. It's like, all right, this is for the podcast. Gonna gonna check out Clifford the Big Red Dog, and I gotta say. I loved this movie. I'm sorry, what? Explain. You said it was a 94 audience <laughs> rating. So, you know, it is made for a certain audience. And I would say that audience is likely either an infant or a dog lover. So, <laughs> you are. I am in that same category. <laughs> I was literally just, yeah, I was almost in tears at the beginning when with the straight oh, dogs no, no but that was really no, I mean, sad because it was really sad yeah obviously it was heartbreaking and like that was the, and then literally right after like clifford's like crying after losing yeah. his family just like the title card drops and it's like new york like the the city of new york and like a drone shot i'm like oh my god are you kidding me you're gonna go from breaking they're doing the whole up vibe of like breaking your heart and then just introducing you to the movie but um no i, I definitely no i didn't love the movie for sure definitely not but i actually was pleasantly surprised by it just mainly by how much heart the movie had. I mean, if we had watched Red Notice, we would have been mildly entertained by some action scenes, maybe gotten a couple of chuckles from the wittiness of Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne right. Johnson. But at the end of the day, it, it, it's probably, I haven't seen it, it's probably just kind of a soulless movie. This movie was just like heartwarming. <laughs> it was just, it was just like touching at times. And yes, it is cringe galore. The CGI is out of a Lifetime movie in certain scenes. Like I was honestly like, I can't imagine seeing that in theaters and seeing it on a big screen. Cause that would just, it would be so distracting. But I mean, other than that, I mean, yeah, the movie actually does its job of having some cheap laughs and actually, you know, walking away with a nice positive message. Do you think this is worth seeing an IMAX? No. Like well, I just said. <laughs> Even watching it on uh, a 50-inch TV, it was pretty distracting how horrible some of the CGI was. I was honestly oh expecting my. Clifford to be bigger. Like, I, I realized that for the sake of the, the film, that she's living in an apartment, which I think back in the show, I'm pretty sure they were in some sort of, like, uh, suburban, like, uh, neighborhood. Yeah, he was in, like, some doghouse, giant doghouse in the backyard, I believe. Yeah, but, like... I think that's what... Where he was with his friend T-Bone. It sounds familiar. When you get to the end credits of this film, like they do kind of paint the picture of like the doghouse and it has this kind of like storybook sketchy, uh, like with sketch photos and stuff um, of like what I remembered of what the show was is he's just really big and he has his little dog friends and some asshole neighbors and Emily Elizabeth just kind of dicking around. But um, (laughs) poor choice of words for the type of property we're talking about. But I get what you're saying. Sorry, yeah. If you watch this with your kids, Uh, I, I, you know, I mean. Sorry, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I I will have to agree with you. Like, I was shocked at there were multiple times in this movie where I felt like my tear ducts were genuinely filling up with liquid. Like I, but it, it felt at the same time like I was cringing so hard that it felt wrong that I should be feeling any emotion at all. Um, no, trust me. Yeah, it, right. it definitely is a little uncomfortable when all of a sudden I laughed out loud in a scene during Clifford the Big Red Dog and I'm like wait a second am <laughs> is I someone watching me does someone know because I really am <laughs> this is amazing I, okay there was one gag it actually 
made me laugh out loud. It, it's it was the cheapest gag too. You've seen it in all of these types of movies, but they were bar- barricading a door. Yeah, and like they're really aggressively trying to make sure it was like going to be secured, and then the guys just open it from the other direction. <laughs> like, they're just standing there. I was like, oh god. Okay, that was kind of fun. I don't know. Yeah. I just, um, I mean. I I will all right. I got to give it props for actually going out of its way because this was not a plot line in the show. Like, there's no, definitely no way there was like this company with like these genetically enhanced sheep that were. It's the worst part of the movie. Well, but you got to for me. Sure, it's stupid, but like you got to understand like that plot line needed to happen for a live action movie. It, yeah, no, then and that's that's exactly how it feels. It's like this was literally just needed. You need a villain because we need a villain, and we need yeah, like yeah, it it, it was very distracting because the movie's also no, it's it's like an hour and thirty. It felt like minutes, it was three hour hours long minutes. to me. It kept yeah. going, yeah, it kept going and going, and like just when Clifford was being sent off on a shipping container. Or a shipping boat. I'm like, oh, okay, I was like, hold on, because I was like, I was like, half... there's a news clip of Clifford being like uh, airlifted, yeah, hoisted off the truck. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I was like half paying attention. I saw that in the corner of my eye, and it's like Clifford just getting hoisted off of a ship. <laughs> I'm like, bro, no, no, no. <laughs> and I also like the um, some of the kind of surrounding characters like the italian lady with condensed milk what the fuck was and just that? like spiked the ki- the guy in the head with a full can like that would potentially brain dead somebody you could kill someone <laughs> with a can of condensed just... milk like I, it the movie was yeah. not holding back well, his reaction that, like... his reaction to that was like did you just kill him <laughs> like jesus christ <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I, don't, I just i don't know what to say about this film i mean it was a movie about a big red dog that I mean, the dog was really cute as a puppy, but I did think... Oh, it was adorable. It was still adorable as a giant 10-foot dog, too. I would love to see a uh, um, like a reunion be- between him and his and his pals. Him and his... his... That's probably going to be... Uh, yeah, that'll be set up for the sequel, because they, they did hint that T-Bone, the uh, Owen's little pug, oh, yeah. or whatever yeah. it was, he was on the couch. I remember uh, Clifford ate him and like spit him out. Dude, also, Clifford's supposed to talk, no? Does Clifford talk yeah, in the he, show? Clifford is voiced uh, by John Ritter in the original show, and he has a very nice, soothing, nice, calm voice, and I liked it. I I was kind of just surprised by how many chuckles I they got out of me. I mean, there was also one scene in the in the veterinarian office with um uh, the secretary, Keenan Thompson. They were trying to figure out how to make him. No, it wasn't with him. I know he was getting destroyed in the veterinary room, cute. by yeah, Clifford, was but it was outside, and they were talking about how to maybe make him small again. And the little kid, little Owen kid, was like, "Oh, like we could maybe like rub a lamp or something." And then Jack Whitehall's like, "Why don't we just Google it?" And she's like, "What kind of stupid questions is that?" And he's like, "This kid just asked <laughs> or just, just suggested rubbing a lamp." <laughs> he actually did have like, some solid, funny. some solid lines. Like you could tell the writers were like giving it about ten percent, but a few of those jokes did kind of work. But yeah, that's what, that's what I was about to say. Is like for every joke that landed, like five missed yeah. <laughs> for me. So it's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's maybe like three or four that was like okay, and it, not bad. And it did have that just like quirky, really annoying music that you could tell was just very tacked on. It was like that kind of daytime Disney show music that's just horrible. Or I was very kissy. In the score, or when they cut away to like uh, pop music, the score. 
Okay, I didn't really notice it too much. I just noticed when they started to play this like pop music during like montage scenes, or like when Clifford was chasing the guy in the giant ball, which I actually thought was the best scene in the movie. That was the best. I actually really did enjoy that scene. (laughs) I was like, okay, yeah. And then they immediately ruined it by a little piss gag of just Jack Whitehall being splashed with some some piss. I'm like, okay, come on. Like, well, then of course Emily Elizabeth (laughs) is like, oh my god, at least it's not number two. And I was like, can it be number two? No, he says that. He says that. Oh, he said it. Well, like, oh, I don't want to stick around for number two. And it's like, oh. it's like here we are with the poop jokes. Yeah, so Fuck Clifford the Big Red Dog. To, back to the cringe humor. But what do you expect for a movie called Clifford the Big Red Dog? He really was spraying that, that little tree, guy, too. Like, that was like a fire hose action on that tree. So they shot this movie a long time ago. They probably shot this in like 2016, 2017 or something. Like it shows. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what took so long other than maybe the pandemic or maybe the CGI of getting Clifford right, which... It didn't I mean, get it right. I mean, it literally... <laughs> didn't He work. looked out of focus the entire film. Like, he really, like, you could yeah, tell that they soft. just, they either ran out of money or just didn't give a shit to begin with, you know, like, um, it's too bad. I mean, it's hard to do. I mean, it's not a Disney movie. They're not using Weta technology like they did on, like, Jungle John Book. John Favreau did Lion not have King. any part I mean, in this movie. You can tell. No, <laughs> it's a Paramount <laughs> Plus movie. When I don't know what they are known for, other than like SpongeBob and other type of shit. But yeah, because they they did a live action SpongeBob movie like three or four years ago. I think there's been like three of those with David Hasselhoff and obviously SpongeBob. But like, I know they did one in like 2017 or so. Yeah. Oh man. Well, Sponge out of water. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Um. Yeah, it's a movie. It's on Paramount Plus, and it's in theaters. So, if you like Clifford the Big Red Dog, if you have any nostalgia for Clifford the Big Red Dog, you know maybe check it out. For me, I uh, I was cringing a lot, a lot. Most of the movie, I uh, I I didn't even feel human. Um, but I do think that there were some moments. There were some genuine moments, like Spencer mentioned, the first scene. Um, there were other scenes where they were trying to take Clifford away from Emily Elizabeth, and I was like, better not do that. And they tried anyway, but obviously it's a kid's movie, so she's going to get her dog. But I don't know. I, I don't know how to rate a film like this because it's not made for me. It's it's I, <laughs> like, do I put my myself in the shoes of a six-year-old I mean, or do I just rate this as a 26-year-old? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's totally I, up to I guess you. I'll you, can, get... you can do whatever you want. I guess it doesn't affect the Rotten Tomatoes score whether I grade it poorly or not. I No, no. I'm gonna give it a two out of five. It's uh it's a movie. You can if you're if you're bored of your kids and you want to ignore them for an hour and a half, maybe throw this on and lock them in the room because they'll probably be clawing at the door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think so. I think they're actually going to really. They might it. enjoy it. I don't know. I'm exaggerating. Obviously, I know. I honestly think it's like there are there are so many worse kids movies out there that you can bring a kid to and go and see. Name like, three. I mean, we've witnessed so Alvin and the Chipmunks, Road Chip. Have you seen that movie? Um, Diary of a Whippy Kid. Back when they did the live action. Okay. Uh, the Smurfs, all three of them. Uh, Tom and Jerry, which we covered and was absolutely horrible and was also in the similar vein of like a live action animation hybrid that is a the witches uh, movie IP. that we covered was also very bad. Which I, which I did, did not, not watch, watch but it was awful. That. Yeah, Octavia um, Spencer's in it, not good. Yeah. Anne Hathaway. So out of like 
all of those movies that exist, I think this is actually one of the better ones. I think because it actually, you know, it has some slapstick yeah. humor that if you enjoy that type of stuff, you enjoy airplane and that type of humor. I mean, you might actually get some chuckles out of it. I was kind of surprised by that. Also, if you are a dog person, are you comparing there's this movie very to adorable dog moments. No, um, I almost the... compared it to something else that I can't remember. Just in terms Secret of like slapstick, stupid humor. Secret Life of Pets. I I don't know. I mean, sure. <laughs> it just, <laughs> for it me, it just basically one. seemed like an iCarly episode with no laugh track with a big red dog. That's what it felt like to me. Um, so okay. maybe I mean, yeah. If, for a movie that's available to watch for free, or not for free, but just during with your Paramount Plus subscription, I mean. It's not. There are so many worse movies to watch with your kids, like I said. And also, if you just want to put a movie on and for background noise, or I don't know why, besides <laughs> us, would watch this movie if you're over the age of like ten. But we did it, and uh, I'm actually gonna go two and a half out of five. Wow! Like it's so it's almost fresh. Yeah, it's almost fresh. Yeah, but no, I mean it. It like that forty-seven percent that it has. I think is like it is a perfect description of the movie like it has some actually some good moments that it, that kind of sets it above some other terrible movies like tom and jerry um and it has it's very touching it has some heartwarming moments and has a good message john cleese is in it so that's always fun uh so yeah it's 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 not bad i was surprised i was ex- i was expecting to go in and give this like a one out of yeah. five and just be like this is gonna be awful but i actually was like no this is this isn't. Terrible. I don't think you'll you'll end. I got a couple of laughs. no. I, I would have to agree. Like I don't think you're going to hate yourself this entire time. Like you'll be like, oh, that wasn't a bad moment. Okay, Clifford. Like the kissing booth, I hated myself the entire right. time. Like I just was like, oh, yeah. There was no enjoyment. Zero. <laughs> Besides just like laughing at how horrible it was. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, if you're if you're with us, if you're a 26 year old uh, adult and you feel the need to. Open up Paramount Plus. Check out Clifford the Big Red Dog. Go ahead. Leave your comments down below on our Instagram or on our podcast feed and let us know what you thought about the movie because I would love to see what you guys think of Clifford. I think it made like $25 million in the box office. Jesus, that's more than I'm going to make my entire life. It is um, number two in the box office right behind Eternals. Oh, still haven't seen that. I love how we're skipping those and watching Clifford the Big Red Dog. Which also has like the same Rotten Tomato score as Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> I think in Turtles has like 48, 47. That's Clifford the Big Red Dog. It's on Paramount Plus and in theaters. Bring your kids, get a big bucket of popcorn, a nice cold cherry Coke, share some Junior Mints, pass them around. Um, but Spencer, this is a weekly show. Um, do you know what's coming out next week? Yeah. Do you? Nope. Hmm. I don't pay attention. I'm just here to talk about Clifford. I, I live in the now, Spencer. Um, so, yeah, next weekend, there are a couple Anything of movies Hamm? that are being released. Maybe. No. May- well, no. Okay. No. We what have Ghostbusters Afterlife in like four years. coming out in theaters. <gasps> John oh, Hamm is in like every fucking movie. Um, yeah, no. Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is in theaters. Uh, I am just going to tell you right up. Uh, right now i'm not gonna go see come that come on paul so, rudd i am at least doing his apple tv show so what's that the shrink next oh, door okay no nope. heard of that will ferrell oh paul I've rudd. Seen, okay yeah i've seen something about that yep i watched the first three episodes last night it was comical 
kind of dark oh, and upsetting. Geez. Okay. Um, no, it's about a, a therapist that kind of in, intrudes on this guy's life and manipulates him. Anyways, yep. um, no. So the the movie that we're probably going to be watching and talking about is a big awards, awards, a big awards contender. It is King Richard. Do you know anything about King Richard? Uh, absolutely nothing. Will you explain, please? <laughs> wow, I'm I'm kind of shocked how little you know about what's I'm going so on. With, uh, I'm so right behind. I'm so behind. King Richard is a biopic of uh, Serena and Venus. Oh, I know about that. That's a Will Smith and Venus? shit. Yeah. yeah. Will Smith is the father. He is uh, most likely going to win Best Actor. That's what wow. the critics are saying okay. right now. They say that he is going to go all the way and win Best Actor. He's that good. So we will be watching that on HBO Max. Uh, it's also going to be in theaters, but uh, that's probably the the big one that we are going to cover. That actually week. looks King really, really good. I've Oscar seen Oscar contender. Trailer yeah, no, so we'll get probably a very good movie. Wow, so, I mean, it's about time we've been on. I mean, I I don't know what was the last couple episodes we did. I mean, have we been on a run of good well, movies? Well, I, I really liked the beta test. That was fun. Yep. Um, I loved Dune, so that was recent. We did. Uh, oh, and obviously, Free Guy um, was pretty recent. That was fine. VHS ninety four was just you know had some fun parts, but it's been a while since we've done like an Oscary like this movie could win awards like huge performances all around just really great. So um, other than Dune, which I think definitely fits that uh, that mold, but I think the last movie we saw and didn't like was Don't Breathe too. Yeah, that wasn't very good. And then that Reminiscence, but yeah, Reminiscence was fucking awful. Yeah. Um, Everything else has been pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right, then. Well, all right. Well, if you made it this far, I really do appreciate it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mainstream Boys. You can check us out on Instagram at those movie dudes. Um, we, I guess Nate is posting more stuff on there. So if you're into pretty obscure older films, then drop a comment on one of those. You know, get involved. We love to start a conversation, talk about movies. We are those movie dudes. So we really do appreciate the engagement on Instagram. But make sure to follow us, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you do listen to this uh, the show. And we'll see you next week with another episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mainstream Boys. New episodes release every Tuesday. And you can stay up to date with everything related to those movie dudes by following us on Instagram.